in this episode. Because you you just see how big it is, but you see it, but you kind of don't see it. Yeah. It's kind it's kind of like um the main character's uncircumcised penis. You barely see it and you realize <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Welcome. You're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, Episode 20, Part 2, An American Werewolf in London with Jack Campisi. So here we are. Um, we're going to talk about American Werewolf in London from uh, 1981. It's a, uh, it's a romantic comedy about an American who falls in love with an English nurse while his best friend tries to sabotage his newfound romance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh also, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Also, his his yeah. best friend is a decomposing corpse, and he is a werewolf. You're calling it's... Jack a cock blocker? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, big time. Directed by directed by John Landis. Uh, written by John Landis and starring David Naughton. Yep, Naughton. Naughton. Yeah. David Naughton. 1981. You know, I knew it was 80s. Couldn't. I don't know what year I saw it, but 81. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, my first thought when I'm even just getting ready to watch this, I think this is the third time I've seen it. I saw it in the 80s. I think I maybe saw it again years later. And then I, I think the last time I saw it was probably four years ago or so. Uh, maybe maybe longer. Um, I don't understand why they can't make a good werewolf movie other than with the exception of like, I mean, there's only a couple out there, yeah. in my opinion. Like Dog Soldiers, I thought was great. Uh, Ginger Snaps, um, The Howling, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I do. I don't get it. It's it's. It reminds me of how they still can't get Richard Matheson's "I Am Legend" right mm -hmm. after three tries. And still, it, the last one being the worst. Yeah. Well, there's Twilight. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> Get out of here with that yeah. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, and they're not that technically more... werewolves, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm serious though. It, I, I don't I don't uh I don't get it. Well, I'll tell you what, I've seen this movie a million times. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I think it I think it's one of the best horror movies ever. And yeah. In reason, I watched it again this week. To number one, I was going to watch it anyway because it's October, but mm -hmm. to get to freshen up for this. And as I'm watching it, I, it, it occurred to me, I'm like, why is this the best werewolf movie? In my opinion, in many opinion, is because you, there's no other movie that takes the journey of the guy who's going to become the werewolf, and you know, it, it's such a tight movie. It's mm -hmm. like one month. And you have characters that you care about. And there's, there's no scene where you're bored because yeah. every conversation is witty. It means something. Yeah. And all the side characters are memorable. Mm -hmm. So there's never anything where you're like, well, who cares about this? Like when they're in that pub, you every person in that pub is compelling. Yeah. The, even the patients in the hospital are compelling. The little kid saying, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so you just have this great movie that happens to be about a werewolf. And then the special effects they put in, forget about it. But I don't, I've never seen another werewolf movie that has the heart and the, and the, uh, 
and the, the just the, the pure movie making that this movie has. Yeah. You, you know, I don't would you consider this a werewolf movie, Chad, in November? I mean it it, yeah, it is. I guess. Yeah. I think, I but it's it, I feel like it is, but not it's not like there's not enough of the werewolf in it. Like yeah, I feel like, like if, it, if, yeah. If somebody's like, hey, I'm looking for a good werewolf movie, anybody got any? They would they if I said, Yeah, go watch November right now, then yeah. they would be like, Well, thanks for that waste of time. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't consider it a werewolf movie. No. Yeah. If that's what they're looking for. Because they wouldn't yeah. think it's always it's an amazing movie. You know, but yeah, like but sure. but if somebody's going in with the expectation of a werewolf, what do you think, man? I I know it's not a movie, man. There, there was a there was a TV show. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. It originally started in Britain, I believe. And then they made an American version of it. And it had a werewolf and a vampire living in the same house. Oh, uh, was that on sci-fi? I, it may have been. Was there a I, ghost too? A ghost too. Yes, yes. I actually didn't mind that. I thought it was kind of an interesting show. I can't remember the name of it, but I can yeah. tell you this. Hunter and I were at a horror convention. And the woman from that show was there. And she was so beautiful that we just yeah. couldn't stop <laughs> like we just stopped and we're like <laughs> yeah just, uh, yeah yeah Gordon, I Gordon. Know, I, but I, I, yeah you're right jack about about that those characters like the camaraderie between uh david and jack uh i just liked listening to them talk you know they they had great dialogue and so when jack dies it's like oh man i was that this sucks i like them together you know and but then it, they came it, back and they were together still. Yeah, that's true. Which yeah. and and that that's another thing. It's like it there was so much more than just um this guy is turning into a werewolf. You know, you had the whole like side thing with Jack and then like, you know, him being like, dude, I'm I'm in limbo until you die, so please die. And then uh, and then you've got the, you know, a little bit of romance stuff. And then the cop thing, but it, it just all works so well together. And, and then of course, the, you know, just the whole werewolf stuff and then the, the kind of, I guess you'd call the slasher part of it where he goes out and kills six people uh, during that first night, but it does, it works so well and it, it holds up un unbelievably well. I was a little shocked at how, how, even though I'd, I'd seen it, you know, four or five years ago, just how well it still, it still holds up. Even, even, and even the effects, you know? Yeah. Those, I mean, I remember them just being groundbreaking at the time. I, I think that's how uh, uh, Rick Baker got that job for Michael Jackson's Thriller, probably, because... Landis and both of them. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And listen, ev after this, every single, I was just watching Waxwork from the mm -hmm. 80s and there's a whole bunch of special effects where they've got the face doing things and yeah. the howling was being made at the same time as this they actually stole rick baker from the howling to do this um but okay. like ev everything after this became you know just borrowed from this yeah uh, and, and i like i thought they made really wise decisions i mean they showed close-ups of the transformation and everything but i thought that mm -hmm the editing decisions that they made as far as like how much they showed was really wise, you know? Yeah. Uh, like that scene in the subway where you oh. just barely make out the, um, the werewolf from a distance as he's crawling toward the escalator. That's John Landis's favorite shot of the werewolf. 
Yeah. In that he goes, cause he, he actually says, he goes, yeah, when I watch it, sometimes I feel like I showed too much of the werewolf, but we were just having so much fun. He mm-hmm. goes, but I think the best shot is that cause you, you just see how big it is, but you see it, but you kind of don't see it. Yeah. It's it kind of, looks- it's kind of like, um, the main character's uncircumcised penis. You barely see it and you realize <laughs> that's why, <laughs> Because he plays the part of a Jew. <laughs> I had mm-hmm. to throw it in there. He plays the part of a Jew, and the only reason why they didn't have a full frontal where it was just glaringly obvious was because after they had already cast him and stuff, he said, hey, look, I, I'm uncircumcised. Really? Yeah. That's why he didn't, didn't have, have a full Yeah, that's why he didn't have a full shot. Interesting. You know, along those lines, one of the things that makes this movie you mean work is... Rick Baker couldn't have just made a sleeve for him? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that transformation. Or they'd um, just be like, look, it's a, it's a simple procedure. Just go ahead and just do it. <laughs> Take one for the team. <laughs> but he's Jewish in the movie, too. Yeah, he's Jewish in the movie. He's not Jewish in real life. So one of the things I, I it struck me, every other werewolf movie just relies on werewolf scenes for scares. But this has these dreams he's having yeah. because yeah. of the transformation. So you keep getting these scares that aren't relying on werewolf scenes. Yeah, And that scene... It's great because when you hear them talk about how they get that, he's like, yeah, I want Nazi demons because mm-hmm. what would yeah. you be afraid of? He's like, he's I'm not married. He's not married. So, you know, it would be his family. And what would scare what would scare him? Well, Nazi demons would scare a Jewish kid. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, you know, it's weird. I, I, I had remembered those scenes. And when they came up, I was like, you know, this the movie could have done without them. But I like them because they're almost kind of nonsensical and the seventies did that a lot. And it reminds me of like, say, um, phantasm, Mm -hmm. you know, phantasm is so full of WTF moments that have really nothing to do. It's like, like, you know, like, um, like they were just sitting around in, um, what's his name? Cascarelli goes, well, let's see. How about when you chop off the tall man's fingers he they turned into flies right it's yeah. like what but we won't but we won't you know answer any questions about it and stuff it's kind of like how, how those nazi dreams felt to me because i understood the running through the forest and killing the deer and stuff that made that made sense but the nazi stuff was just kind of a little off the wall but i appreciated it well i don't know i had a weird kind of scary dream the other night and i woke up and I don't have nightmares all that often, but I, and I can't ever remember half of what it, of what happened. So as I was piecing it together, it was just, well, I know that there were like these two little kids and I think they might've been ghosts, but I'm not sure when, what the hell were they doing in this and all that. And so it, it got me thinking about that too. It's like, when you have a dream, it doesn't always make sense. Yeah. But the fact that he was, you know, going through this and he was worried about his family and was he ever going to see them again? And, all the related to the other dreams. I, it doesn't make total sense, but it kind of makes sense in that dream, dream world logic yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, now was that, was, were they his family? Was that his parents? That's his parents. And it's brother. his parents. Yeah. Because I was wondering like, and, and, and dovetailing that to say it wasn't just one dream. It was a dream in a dream because yes. he ends up waking up and the next thing, boom, they come busting through and they are killing the, woman that he yeah. loves and so that would be like also the idea of a future with family right so not just your past is is toast uh but also the future and it makes sense i kind of wondered about that 
because there was with the with whether or not that were those were his parents because it was a menorah. You know, mm -hmm. I saw some of the symbolism in the background. I said, well, okay, you know, so so maybe it's his family. But then seeing, I, I wasn't sure if it was his his family or if it was kind of almost like a, a future idea of his family with a woman. But that makes more sense what you're saying. Yeah, no, I've I've got the DVD, so I've seen the extras and all that stuff. So he yeah. specifically said um, it's his family. Speaking of the nurse, Jenny A. Gutter. Oh, my God. She's dreamy. gorgeous, man. Yeah, dreamy. <laughs> uh, the hair, man. The hair, everything. Let's be honest. And listen, if you <laughs> look like that, and then you, you with that yeah. accent, oh my god, she, oh, must have yeah, owned yeah. Every, she was in Logan's Run. Yeah, too. you're going places. There's another, <laughs> yeah. hot, there's another hot chick in Logan's Run. Farrah Fawcett, right? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that was my girl back then. Ooh. Yeah, Farrah. I thought I thought she was I thought she was great, but you know, <clears> to be <throat> honest, that was like if I because I loved so much about it. Um, and like you said, all the characters and how they're so memorable, um, you know, in each one, you can imagine being real, you know, and it sticks mm -hmm. with you. I mean, you could, you know, say, well, what about the guy throwing the darts or what about the guy that went out to the, the cemetery in the rain? Or what about the dude telling the story right about the Alamo or the woman? Still says, too heavy. Yeah. And, and just <laughs> all of them had their own unique thing. And the conversations were so great. Even the one in the beginning right out of the right out of the gate where they're talking the friends and they're walking down the road uh backpacking it and kind of you, you can tell that it's a very natural conversation that i can imagine having with a friend if i was in a situation like theirs right yeah they're and talking then, about that girl's body yeah exactly and then as they're walking away i liked it too how the way that the director chose to do this to where as they're walking um, the conversation's continuing to go as it's getting darker and they get off the screen, but it's continuing to go. And it it made it feel like real. <laughs> like like you're you're really on a kind of journey with these guys. So I liked so much about all this, but the one thing, man, that I kind of was like, you know, I just I don't know, was was the relationship with the nurse. I felt like it was so fast and I felt like it was so bizarre. Like in a real life situation, that's one of the most insane things to do. Not only to bring a guy home to your house and be like, you can stay with me. Um, but then very quickly to start the old bone zone. And then on top of that, uh, the I know <laughs> been there. It's happened. He was, right? he was, he was a charming dude too. You know, he was, but he was also nuts. And there were yeah. things like, yeah. The idea that she he comes in uh, buck naked um, with a woman's coat and she's like, where did you get that? And I'm thinking, yeah. no, you would not <laughs> like that is not. So that was the one thing because I felt like everything I think that was else just part was of the so... humor. I, I, th yeah. I, I that thought has a, has occurred to me before, mm -hmm. but in watching it, 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 I let it slide because I feel like they justify the scene where she's feeding him yeah with you know that that was like that in a nutshell where like she has charmed him mm -hmm. and and uh and she's just irresistible so i think it was just like one of those magic i think they they, they justify like they only knew each other like three or four days or, or a week so yeah when she's saying i love you at the same time i, I felt like they gave enough moments for for it for me to buy it especially in a movie that needs to be contained within a moon cycle. Um, right. Well, it's funny too. Like, uh, 
as I was writing my notes for it, I wrote, hello, nurse. Because, <laughs> you know, when I said that, do, am I gonna, are you going to force me to do this every day? I'd be like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, like, you don't even play with that. You just go, mm-hmm. And well, just, how about that's what you do. When Jack comes to the um, the apartment <laughs> and he's like, oh, nurse, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I must have enjoyed the... Uh, the romantic part of this because and i hate to admit this and i am a little shocked <laughs> when i watched this yesterday and dude got you know spoiler alert when dude got shot at the end uh, I, I actually choked up for that for the girl i don't know about that i i did you did but yeah but you, but, didn't, you, know, you didn't cry at quiet place <laughs> No, that kind of irritated. That kind of oh, no. irritated me. Oh no! <laughs> well, listen. When he, Jack oh. and David are two really likable characters. Yeah, yeah. And so, it is very sad because, and John Land has said this too. Because the very first scene of these two guys is them with a bunch of sheep. He's telegraphing that they're dead. In that very first shot of them in the truck. And when you think about it, like this, David Naughton's a really likable character, mm-hmm. and his life is tragically cut short. So yeah, yeah it, yeah, it is. But the movie has so much humor in it, yeah, that sometimes you kind of just like forget that that at the end of it because you're like you're still laughing about the head flying off in the middle of Piccadilly Circus, and that he's yeah. like the slaughtered lamb, yeah. In a way, you know, and because the question was, well, where's the lamb? Because all it was was just the wolf, right? And it's like, in the end, he's the wolf, but then he's revealed to be the slaughtered lamb. He was killed. This is true. And I'll tell you what, the Moors, wherever they were in that that location, was the, it's the absolute perfect location for that movie. Yeah. Because there was, there was nowhere to hide. And there was so much darkness and vastness. And so this thing could be anywhere and they're hearing it around them, you know. Um, I love that scene, man, because it gets you see them leaving the trail, and I'm like, guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? You heard it twice. Stay on the trail and don't and go in the moors. In these little adventures that Hunter and I would have, if anything seriously went wrong, I think the way we would react to the danger would be kind of like that, where we'd be joking with each other at first, like, and then be like, okay, come on, man, we gotta go, we gotta go, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's slowly turning into panic, and then. Like I could just tell the, it, I bought it as two buddies, you know, like in denial that something bad is happening, realizing mm-hmm. it's it's happening, and then it all goes to hell. And then, man, when Griffin Dunn gets torn apart and he's just screaming, yeah, I mean that yeah. may be the most traumatic werewolf kill in the history of. of and then uh, his buddy runs, but yeah. then he comes back, he comes which back. is probably what all yeah. of us would have done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. When you yeah, when you realize I'm running alone here, and when you know, oh boys, I'm probably next, and you know, or if I do get away, how can I live yeah. with myself? I need to, yeah. I guess, I need to go back. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, exactly. I thought their their friendship was awesome. You know, and and I like to. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Evil Dead, where every remember Chad as we're watching it, and I just I kept thinking to myself, like, and saying out loud, actually that those the the demons seem to be getting uglier every time you see them and it's because you were saying you know that the makeup they had to do it different every time so it's technically a little bit different (laughs) every time they're they're doing this these scenes and stuff and i was like man it's just get grosser like it's nastier yeah that's that's the same thing with with the buddy yeah and that was a 
that was looking. It, it was awesome. And I liked it because it's like you're seeing him decay yeah. and getting just grotier and grotier. And then the 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 scene, you know, and I can imagine, you know, we were talking in the previous episode. <laughs> we were talking about kids, you know, if they're watching stuff and, and they might see, you know, special effects that don't look super real and all that. But I, I, the scene inside the, you know, the adult movie yeah. theater. Oh, that's, uh, that's yeah, hilarious. The, the face, man, that yeah. he had that were, I mean, at, at that point, I mean, just grotiness, his teeth sticking mm-hmm. out, you know, and all this out of the skin because it's just falling apart everywhere. And the first time they show him, it's all flappy skin and stuff. And yeah. I thought, man, that it was like making me gag a little bit. <laughs> I said, dude, the little flap and stuff. I'm thinking Bleh. it was it was smart yeah. in, in the way in the way that um, because when you see him again and you realize he's deteriorated, now you just want to see him again because, you know, it's going to yeah. you, you know, so it's, it's another thing that kind of like you know keeps you into the movie it's like oh man jack's gonna look worse what's he gonna look like next he looks horrific but he's still hi david yeah like because you're, you're, you're like terrified of him for a second there when mm-hmm. you see him all green and in the dark but i'll tell you what i jack may be like the thing that makes this movie stand out from everything else because when he first sees him and is like hey can i have a piece of toast mm-hmm. that's the way you talk to your buddy yeah um, yeah and even like when they're in that theater talking with the, the all the d- dead victims, yeah, they're all like, "I gotta kill yourself, you jerk! Let him hang. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever." And he's like, "Hey, hey, this is my friend." Yeah, let me know. So anyway, you do have to kill yourself, though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, you know, he's trying to be the peacebreaker, peacemaker, and the negotiator. Um, that so scene, that, that scene's hilarious too. It is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's that the was epitome of dark humor. That was humor. maybe my favorite scene. You know, because, you know, I could have done without the location, right? I, I'm, I'm, but that a, made it even more absurd, dude. When you're hearing all the moaning yeah. and they're having this discussion about alternate ways to kill yourself. Yeah. You know, I'm not, ta- yeah, I'm talking just on a strictly moral sense. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't to me, I could have done without that. But at the same time, you know, the idea that it's happening in this environment where that's going on, it was totally insane. Made, you know, it's like, dude, are really of all the places it's in this mm-hmm. place, right? Yeah. The orgy 24 seven or whatever, the 24 hour orgy place. Um, <laughs> but the conversations, they were so diversified. Like each person was, was very different. And so each yeah, the person pissed off guy and the, the, the happy couple, like the chick, yeah, is just she, she's hilarious. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And she's got a big smile. All blood, like, yeah. Dude, <laughs> the other guy like, really intense. I can't say that I'm pleased to meet you. Yeah. I loved that, man. That was like one of my, that was one of my favorite. And I, I wish I had the exact quote from that. I, oh. I like the pornos theme scene because number one, we know it's why so like funny. Scene, Jack. Yeah. Because there's boobs. Um, it's so funny but again this movie you could put that in so many other places and that scene wouldn't be as memorable but the fact that like there's the ridiculous dialogue going on and then the moaning and stuff in the background makes that I think it takes that it elevates it to another level and then again if you watch the any of the documentaries about this they filmed all that stuff like for the movie you know, and so like yeah, these you, actors yeah. showed up and were like, what, what the hell are we doing here? It's like, it's going to be a movie within a movie. I kind of uh, wow. gathered that yeah. just because it was it was it absurd itself. Like that big buff guy breaks in. He's and like, that's what I'm saying about there's not one 
like wasted side character, including the people in the porno movie. I thought it was hilarious right here. I had the quote. I had I had to find it. He said, is someone there? I can assure you this is not in the least bit amusing. I shall report this. <laughs> I just wrote Brits are so, you know, talking so properly. You know, I do not. Yeah, I do look most unpleasant. And that's what he said later, you know, and it just yeah. it was so it was so funny. Like in each again, each person, it, it doesn't they don't sound the same. Like they're they they're they're unique in their personalities all these characters and to have all of them in that place you know you you have basically two places where that seems to happen you have it in the pub and you have it inside of the the porno house right <laughs> the adult movie place so you have you have them in both those places and and when everybody's talking they're all unique and memorable in their own ways and the writers did a really great job not only of getting different personality you know people acting in very different ways but the way that they spoke mm -hmm. you know the, the the way they phrase things and i said that is really that's fantastic i thought it was amazing yeah that Jen. pub scene you're right like every guy who speaks has their own thing especially the still too heavy guy yeah and it's great how when the doctor goes and visits the pub later they're they're the same people, but they're they're now like in a different mood. They're like paranoid and and scared, mm -hmm. you know. Like, uh, and you see, so you see another side of them, and and they don't have the leverage on this guy like they did the two kids. Yeah, Jake. Let me ask you this: what What are your first of all? What are What are your favorite uh, werewolf movies? Well, this is my favorite werewolf movie. Other, other than this one, yeah. Um, I think the Howling is fun. But I've only seen it a, a few times. Um, I like Ginger Snaps. I like. Um, there was one. Uh, what the heck's it called? Um, Teen Wolf. <laughs> there's one um, about a blind guy. About one about a blind guy and uh, these um, werewolves have they very long ears. Uh, I can't remember what the heck it's called. Uh, that was a pretty fun one. You're not I, talking I, about dog soldiers, are you? I'm not talking about dog soldiers. I think that's a fun one too. Um, the werewolves are so cool in that one. Yeah, th that's a, that's a very fun movie. Yeah. Um, so, but I would I would say the Howling is probably like the underneath the I I like the Howling significantly less than I like this movie. Yeah. But I I do like the Howling. I think it's fun. It's cheesier. It's much more of like a popcorn horror movie. Well, that being um, said, since you like basically the same ones that I do, what what do you think? Why do you think they keep missing the mark? And what do you think late phases would make a good? What What do you think would make a uh, a good uh, werewolf movie? Why? I mean, why isn't it? Why are they missing the mark? I mean, it's not like they're constantly trying, but when they do, I just I'm not even with like Nicholson. I'm just not that impressed. Well, I think something like um, Ginger Snaps. Mm -hmm. had had what a little bit of what this was going for where it had compelling characters and and, and a plot that carried it that, that married into the werewolf thing but it didn't just rely on the werewolf scenes mm -hmm. um and th that lead actress in that is great um so that's a real fun one um yeah i just i don't i don't think any werewolf has cracked the the character stuff like like landis did um you know, the, 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 there's so much humor. 
And I think that's one of the reasons I love this movie so much mm -hmm. that no other werewolf movie was able to get. And listen, I'm a Landis sucker. The Blues Brothers, Animal House, and this are like all in my top. That could be like if I was just on a desert island with those three movies, I'd never be right. bored. Um, so I, I don't know. There's there's werewolf like I, I'm watching the Wolfman uh, right now. Um, and um, you the know, fact it's that you're, the fact that you're watching it like right now tells me you're doing it in sessions, and that it might be because it's boring. I, you know what it was? Is I wanted to sneak it in before we started playing. We started doing this, and I did. I got like, I think I have twenty minutes left. But I will tell you this: it's like forty-five minutes before he turns into a werewolf. He's yeah. a werewolf for like two minutes, and now he's back out. So yeah, I've always found that movie slow. Yeah. So, it, but so when I was a kid, I loved werewolves, mm -hmm. but the Wolfman was always like the Universal monsters in general. I like them more as characters than actually yeah. watching the movies. Right. Um, like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is my favorite universal monster thing. Um, you get a little bit of everybody. There's a lot of good action, but you're never mm -hmm. kind of dwelling on one. There's and it's pretty good werewolf stuff in that. Yeah. Um, and some of the other later ones are, are, are fun, but they're, you know, they are what they are. I watched a show, uh, that had a cool take on werewolves and, and a cool take on the transformation called uh hemlock grove have you seen that yes man i watched like the first episode and it wasn't didn't kind of do it for me wasn't that yeah. a netflix original man mm -hmm. yeah. yeah 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 i liked that yeah I, guess, was... I don't know why i didn't think about that man yes i liked it too i mean there were oh, some yeah, parts yeah. that i didn't and it was a little sometimes it would get a little too maybe teeny bopper for me but uh, I overall, I enjoyed it. I thought, uh, what's his name? Who, who wasn't popular at the time, but he sure is now after playing Pennywise. That oh, uh, he's in that. Yeah, Fomke yeah, Johnson's in that too, or whatever his name is. He plays, um, yeah, the main like vampire guy. And who's the woman, man? Wasn't she Fomke he... Johnson or something like that? Wasn't the... the yeah? Wasn't the woman? Wasn't she also an X Men or am I thinking something yeah. else? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Phoenix, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous, uh, man. Yeah. You ever see um, <laughs> yeah. You ever see Cursed, the uh Wes Craven uh werewolf movie? Uh Christina Ricci. So. No, that oh, sounds good I though. Did. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Christina Ricci? Oh, that sounds like a good yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh dude, I want to say that I did, but I don't remember anything about it. That's a goofy one. That's one worth checking out. Late Phases is a pretty good one. Dog Soldiers, like you said, is a lot of fun. Late Phases, I haven't. And I didn't know until re-watching American War from London that uh, obviously Max Booth the third got his uh, his uh, the title for his book. Um, what, what's it called? Carniv Carnivorous Lunar Activities or oh. uh, from, from American War from London, clearly. Dude, you got that knock-knock joke from there. Dude, I, I didn't know that. Dude, I was hilarious. Yes, I saw it. And right out of the gate, because that was the part where he's walking and it goes dark. Yeah. And I said that it was really great and memorable how they did that. And I'm yeah. watching all of a sudden. He says, yeah, I got one for you. He said, say knock, knock. He goes, knock, yeah. knock. Who's there? And he's like, waiting. And I thought, oh, I'm like, yep. I know, man, where that is. I said, I did that. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, yeah, a, was isn't watching... that how the intro for the have, has that one come out yet? Well, it will by the time this one. Yeah. Comes. For the yeah. yeah for just a lot. Yeah. 
last episode that just came up. Yeah, I think that's the intro. Uh, me telling that joke. Two episodes yeah. ago. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. or more. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know where. You know, when you hear a joke, you never really know where you hear it from. But when when I was watching this yesterday, I was like, Oh, Jeremiah's gonna bust me out on that. He yeah, knows where I got that joke from. Yeah, now. yeah. It was. <laughs> that was weird. It was still good so, though. It made me laugh. So, dude, what did you think? Because we haven't talked at all about what did you think of it overall of American War of London Jeremy overall yeah I I enjoyed it didn't turn it off thought that it was <laughs> of course obvious well look hey man there's some movies I was tempted with where rooster dude so when I heard, you know, where you have to, you have to stick through there hey, now there's a werewolf movie for you <laughs> yeah, to wear something yeah so uh like no but I movie. I I liked the movie I Thought that the, as I said, the dialogue, the characters, um, I liked the scenarios and situations that they found themselves in, the special effects, um, especially the special effects. But I don't, I don't know how I feel. Like I already, I already said how I felt kind of about the, about the love situation. Bro, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And it would have been better, I think, if they didn't do the part where he's like, I just, you know, rather than commit suicide, I think you should be killed by a person you love. I knew at that point, I'm like, okay, well, they're going to somehow rush this and he's, it's going to be a love situation and then it's going to result somehow. And so if, to me, it was a little bit. So maybe. you have no heart, in other words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, it's, it's one of those fools rush in things. I don't know. Like, you know, the heart's a, the heart's a, a thing that's, that's, you know, it's difficult, man. And so. You know, it, it seemed like it was pretty quickly, you know, and I'm like, with all of the with all of the factors coming into play with this, if somebody jumped the gun that quickly to say, I love you like that. Um, Did yeah, you see be- what she looks like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, wait, but you know what? But she Did was, you hear I, that soothing <laughs> voice? It was, wasn't it? I, you know, I might have actually been in the same place as him in real life if I was if I was in that same boat and she's doing that whole charming thing to me. I might I might be there, you know, in my mind about that. My heart. She's taking uh, care of you, giving you a place to crash. But then the ending, man. Feed you. Like I liked the ending, and I knew that they would have to. But because because I I'm a, at least suspicious of that that thread that that thread within the film of the love, right? That it kind of the ending really does require one to really kind of embrace that connection between the two, like you did, Chad, where you you started weeping. They, <laughs> they, they you said it though. I was weeping. I, I felt you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that you just said it. I believe in their connection. I yeah, I, yeah, I felt yeah. the connection between those yeah. two. So even though it was short, I I I bought the connection. Yeah, but that was the only reason why. So I, the 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 idea for the ending, and what it was, no no problem to me. It was about the the development and and was I able to connect with that development in that span of time? But if somebody did, then it makes sense, and that's why you know with when Jack saying and of course Chad, you know, um, yeah, Chad, and you you sure you weren't weeping? Well, how would you how would you on a level of like one to ten? cries dude tears no no there was nothing <laughs> yeah. like my vision oh, choked up blurry i just, choked up yeah i just felt it i was like oh there's that lutsky thing again that i do and i so i am the heartless a, guy in the group he I'm was like, weeping when the terrible he, yeah. he was he was yeah. weeping when the kid goes a naked american man just stole my balloons <laughs> <laughs> yeah but 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 other than that 
I really enjoyed it. Give us and a star e- rating. And even that, a star rating, four. Four? You know, yeah, four out of five. Yeah. Cool. So Were I would you say. Impre- yeah. Were you impressed? Did you know that this is from 81? No, but that, and the thing is, is, is that is something that, you know, was extremely impressive to me to, to think like, okay, even, even how they made things grow, like the ears and the hands and stuff. Yeah. What did you think of that whole transformation? Cause that's, it was amazing. You know, that yeah. groundbreaking, like that's fluorescent light. Yeah. With, you know, uh, he, Landis said, I want to show it. And yeah. Rick Baker pulled it off. And well, the uh, mus the the muscles on the thing. The, I mean, everything about that I dude, felt the, was I was remarkable. Most, the, the, yeah. One of the most impressive parts was his. Uh, I mean, because you could see a little bit of makeup and stuff and stuff like that. But dude, when his when his when his uh, feet grow and they make that that sound, yeah. dude, that that particularly looked like super. Other than the back and the and the spine and all that. That part looked super real. The the like the, the heels and the stuff stretching out. I love when it. you watch the wolf man and when he changes, he like oh pulls gosh. up his leg and his there's more hair on his leg, and then they show his feet, you know, time lapse or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they, they pull back and he's a wolf. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this one was pain. I mean, it, and my wife, she watched it with me, and when it showed the back. Right. And the transformation in the spine, I heard my wife go, oh, like this. And I said, that's because it's compelling. Like you, you look at that and it's like you can almost imagine that that's happening to the guy. Like you, the disbelief for me was suspended. I was like, this is crazy. I mean, it was yeah, just it was, was awesome. Crazy. Yeah. And he did a good job of acting that part. I felt that everybody did a good job acting their part. So right? much so. Yeah. For the, in that transformation scene, I guess apparently. You know, where his eyes are all bloodshot and red and everything. Mm-hmm. That's from him straining. That's, oh, wow. that's what I I read. That's from that his eyes were really like that because of um him straining and stuff. And uh they didn't need to put anything in his eyes or any contact lenses or anything. That was all him. Landis says about that scene, he goes, There's scenes where you think you're looking at a puppet and you're looking at him and vice versa. He goes, mm-hmm. There's a lot of times where you think you're seeing one thing and, and you're actually seeing the other. Yeah. Um, and they do a good job of using like the furniture to only give you a partial view, right? Of things. Uh, that I mean, that scene alone, it, it's like I said, it's been parodied and and copied so much. Yeah. But like, I just I can't wait. Once like she leaves the apartment, and I'm like, oh, it's almost time. Yep. Yeah. And it was so, it was so abrupt. I actually liked it. Um, I actually liked it. Uh how when he was in the house by himself he's looking outside it gives you a sense that you know he's he's wondering right because because he's still kind of in that place am i am i dreaming is this real it sure seems real but he's going outside and he's obviously anxious and he's he's looking out and he's kind of oh. but then all of a sudden he's sitting down he's trying to distract himself and everything and he's running out of things to distract himself with and then when it hits, it wasn't like a slow build. It was like he's sitting there and then bah, like this. And it was boom. And it just hit yeah. him hard. And and it was I love that because it wasn't like the, sm- the the slow thing. Once that bugger started, man, it wasn't long. And you are <laughs> completely a werewolf. And so yeah. it was it was awesome. And I it think was- that as far as other werewolf movies go, what I was saying about the compactness, I don't think there's an ounce of fat on this movie. And the fact that he turns into a werewolf, he kills some people, 
And then the second time he turns into a werewolf is the last time he turns into a werewolf. Because yeah. I think the economics of that story, whereas there are a lot of other werewolf movies take place over a longer time and this and that and the varying degrees. I just think that the 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 tight script you said that the dialogue and all the the humor and the horror and everything, but that that t- it's so tight, and I think that really helps it. I'm I'm assuming this is a five star for you, Jack. It's a six, six. Okay, yeah, it's a five star for me, man. I. <clears throat> If it wasn't before, it sure is now. Like I said, I, I'm I'm so shocked at how well. And you know, sometimes when I when I revisit a film after I started writing, I I, I can't help but look at it. You know, I've only been like seriously writing for six years, so when I go back and and I see something and I and I watch it through the eyes of a writer. Um, then I will either notice how bad it is or how exceptional it was. And, and this is the, you know, before it was just, it was always usually about visuals for me and, and a good story. But, but I, I, I was thinking about, you know, dialogue and, and the writing of it and how well it worked. And, and you can see a pattern with me because another one of my favorite movies of all time is Fright Night, mm-hmm. which is the funny horror vampire movie. Yeah. You know, and it's a little different animal than this, but you know, they're both like they're equally great as a horror movie and as a funny movie. Yeah, and same era was it right? Yeah, they're right around right, the same 85, time, eighty-five, something like that. Yeah. yeah, and there were some really great visuals in this film. Oh. <laughs> so, was, was there any kind of? Yeah. Was, was, did you did you spend any time in? Uh, What's the cave, Jeremiah? I can't believe I Enlightenment Cave. Dude. Enlightenment Cave. Did you Enlightenment Cave? Hang out yeah, in Light- yeah, Enlightenment yeah. Cave and, and uh, learn anything? <sighs> yeah, I did. You know, um, sipped on absinthe uh, <laughs> many hours in, straight while also inhaling large amounts of helium. Um, came out with a great deal of enlightenment. What I what I figured was this: if I learned anything from that film, it would be a, a couple things. Number one. Uh, if I end up turning into a werewolf or I'm afraid that I might, in fact, turn into a werewolf and I wake up the next morning and I'm completely naked inside of a wolf cage at a zoo. The last thing I'm going to do is probably ask a little boy for balloons from inside of a bush, uh, because then if I get busted, I'm like going to prison for multiple things. Uh, but more than that, to really to ensure that I would never be in a place to even ask for balloons from a little boy. Um, I would what I would do just invest in like a, a fanny pack with an elastic belt. And that way, once it shreds, I w- if I kill somebody, just grab it with the paws, put it in the fanny pack, zip that bugger up. And then when you transform back, you've got your fanny pack full of clothes. It's bloody, so, but it's better than full dong out, so you, you know, going up to kids with balloons. So really, you'd want to be a marsupial. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you were the Hulk, <laughs> if you were if you were Bruce Banner, you yeah. would also wear a fanny pack. A fanny pack, yes. So yeah, but it'd you... have to be the stretchy kind, like the the yeah. ones like those old Zubaz pants from the seven or from the eighties that people used to wear, the zebra stripes and everything on them. Uh, wrestlers and stuff used to wear them. Uh, that would have to be that material. Have to be pretty strong, you know, especially if you're the Hulk, you know. And that would be an interesting film, the Hulk becoming a werewolf. <laughs> like that would be another level. But that's what I that's what I learned, Chad. You know, don't if you wake up naked inside of a zoo like that, 
you know, wait it out till it's dark and then run around, you know, buck naked or, or, you know, uh, hide strategically or best of all, wear a fanny pack ahead of time. So what about you, man? You know, um, I didn't see you in an enlightenment cave. I didn't see you there. Oh, I was there. I didn't, I'm surprised you you didn't see me there because we, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. We came out of the cave having kind of similar things that we learned. And I was hoping that we could learn individually, come together. And then I learned from you, you learn from me, but you know, I, I guess we must've been naked in that cave while we were in there because I, I learned that, that in, in London, uh, it's okay to hide in the bushes naked while you're trying to coax a small child to come to you. And then overall, overall, it's just, it, it's really tough to get arrested over there. Uh, even even if you confess to multiple murders so <laughs> if, if you're streaking or flashing or or murder if you're into that london is the place to be yeah, yeah london's where it's at and then it's funny because he goes up to that to the what, what the bobby what'd you call it you know he goes up yeah. to the cop mm-hmm. and he's sitting there and he's like hey he's like i murdered somebody and the guy's like come on son and he tells him to leave and he so then he starts going off man saying that you know, the, the, the queen things. is gay and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, there's no need for that kind of language. So. Yeah, there's no need for it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so hilarious. But yeah, you're you're right, dude. I mean, if that is what you are into. So that's uh, like Trafalgar Square there, where there, that happens. Yeah. And I, I went to London a few years ago for work. And I had a day to myself, like, like meeting I canceled or something. So we're, I was staying right, right around the corner from where that scene was shot. And then I walked up and just found myself in Piccadilly circus. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is all near each other. So I took a nice selfie of myself, like howling at the, <laughs> That's awesome. the moon um, in Piccadilly. You know, it's totally different looking now. All this stuff yeah. has changed, but, um, but I wish I would have seen this. I wish I would have seen this. And I'm sorry for cutting you off. Okay. I wish I, I wish I would have seen it before I went to London. Cause I, I went there too. Uh, a number of, a couple years back, the whole family went and stuff. And so when I, when I was watching this, I was like, that is legit. You know, like this is for real. Like there's, it was really cool to see a lot of this stuff and kind of recognize, even though it's dramatically different now, you know, still to see it, you can even just the layout and everything. And I almost forgot about this man, but I have to say it. The scenes at the end man with that car crash were epic. Like Mm -hmm. that was dude, the run over by a bus, the one, the one person on the ground, and then another person comes flying through the windshield. Right. Mm-hmm. And just like right through the glass. And then another one, it's a cop and the, the, the cars spin around and smashes the cop in between yeah. cars. And I'm yeah. like, dang, son, you had a long time. So, <laughs> it was like it was a great ending. No, you know, the chaos there like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. again, a werewolf movie with some great werewolf action, but it had other elements like that car crash thing. Yeah that made made it so memorable when you walk out of like oh my god that scene in piccadilly circus is crazy no other werewolf movie has that kind of stuff in it yeah you know that that was like the blues brothers ending that he threw in there you know with a thousand cop cars in downtown chicago you know he was like let's just throw everything we got at this last scene it's amazing it's definitely never it's definitely not a movie that i mean there were plenty of werewolf movies before that with uh you know Lon Chaney and stuff and like uh, uh what's this it, like Curse of the Werewolf and you know some hammer stuff and, and things like that. But when this came out, it's definitely not one that you'd have been able to say, oh yay, another a movie about a werewolf, you know, because it was it's have so you seen Curse of the Werewolf? 
Um, if I did, I saw it a long time ago. So I just rewatched it. And it's yeah. an interesting movie because some people like they, oh, it's the greatest movie ever. And it's when you, when you, I loved Hammer movies growing up. And it's funny mm-hmm. when you watch them now, they're so much slower than yeah. you remember. There's like great scenes. And then you're like, oh, wow. That movie, like Oliver Reed's not even in that movie till halfway through it. Mm. Uh, Cause it takes so long. They show him as a kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to get I, mean, to I don't it. think I have seen that. I've always wanted to, because I like Oliver Reed. So like, uh, uh, he's so creepy to me and uh, is it burnt offerings. If you watch that, there's a scene at the end where they're chasing the werewolf and he's on the roofs of, of the town. So when you see the, the Wolfman remake that they did and there's that whole rooftop thing at the end of that, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is uh, right out of Curse of the Werewolf. Okay. Jack, do you have uh, you have URLs just like monstermen.com for the your... monstermen.net monster. or just go look up... Um, Monsterman 13 on YouTube and you'll find us um, or wherever you get podcasts, just look up Monsterman. And then final guys is finalguys.com. Or again, just look up, uh, look us up on YouTube or anywhere where you get your podcasts. So final guys is uh, we record on Tuesdays and post the podcast on Wednesdays. So we have a live cast on Tuesday nights and Monsterman. We kind of do it like every other week. So uh, you can find us on, on YouTube and we have like 10 years worth of content to go back on. Monsterman. Yeah, yeah, the, which is what I'm doing on, on I'm doing on a final guys right now, and I'm I'm sure I'll I'll catch up on Monsterman too. But I would encourage anyone to go check those out, particularly if you're into, uh, yeah, reading horror or or, or watching horror, because um, these guys uh, they have great camaraderie on the show, really know what they're talking about, and uh, really really cool. We're not afraid to give each other a hard time. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Great, great show. I love watching. And Jeremiah, where can they find us at? Or yeah, do they can find us? Whatever. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us all there at Paleo Cheese. P A L E O C H E E Z Z E. So you can do that. And of course, Paleo Cheese at gmail.com. Uh, email us. Let us know if you would like to have us interview somebody, or if you'd like to have us review a movie, or of course, Chad is open to book reviews, so make sure Dude, to stop <laughs> message him there. No, no, he's. I'm, I'm lying. You don't, don't do that. Uh, you know, he's. <laughs> it's all a joke, kind of like Fortress. Okay, it's 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 just me, uh, being annoying. But you can do that, and and we always we love it. We love uh, engaging with everybody, and so and of course the podcast you can hear on many different platforms, but you can find us at Project Entertainment Network's website. You can find us at uh, on Acast, Spotify, and most any other place where podcasts can be listened to. So that's where you can find the show. Indeed. And thanks and again, Jack, for hanging out. Monster Men's on the Project Entertainment, too. So that's maybe right. that's the first yeah. place to go. Yeah. yeah this was hey, great. I'm really ha- I'm glad you had me on. This was fun. Yeah, and I'm glad you picked this movie, too, because... Uh... It, it needed a, a rewatch for me, and I'm glad Jeremiah got to see it. I'm glad to hear yeah. uh, what a newbie's yeah. v- a view of this is, because you, as you can tell, it's on a pedestal for me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good to hear your opinion. It was awesome, man, and it was awesome to meet you and to speak with you. You know, and so yeah, it's, it, I I said that today. I said, you know, I love doing this show. I love it because we get to talk about all these fun things. I put it on Twitter, but I said one of the coolest things is is that you know. I've been able to meet a lot of people and people I've never, I've never met or even spoken with, even on social media. 
And it's always been a pleasure. I mean, every every person, and I and I mean that I mean that sincerely to to say, you know, it's just so cool to hear the stories, right? And to hear the things that you know that you've done or that you've experienced or whatever. And so, of course, like Alcatraz and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just I loved it, and we even had our little conversations in between the episodes, right? Yeah. And we did, and it, and so I'm just again, man, it I, it really means a lot. I'm glad not only you picked the movie. But I'm glad to have made your acquaintance. Me too. It's funny because when you said that, when I said that my phone case was my litmus test on people, I think you just hit on something. Is when when you meet another horror fan or genre fan, whatever, you could be a you know right brain, left brain, Republican, Democrat, whatever, all that other stuff. But if suddenly you're like, hey, you love the thing too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And suddenly you're talking and. And and you go from like uh, perfect strangers to to friends in 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 a minute. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. thing. I think that's why I like Final Guys so much too, because um, all four of you guys, I could I could be like friends in real life. Like if I lived, you know, you get you guys are like part of my tribe. I've got plenty of friends, you know, acquaintances and stuff online. It's like, yeah, this person's cool. I don't know if we'd hang out in real life, but yeah, all yeah, Hunter, Tim. Jason, yourself, I, yeah, I would totally hit me hanging out. Hey, I've never met Jason in person. I've been yeah. podcasting with him for three years. And I've met Tim a couple of times in person, so we're legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's cool thing yeah. about the internet. I mean, I yeah. one of my closest friends is uh, I've never met in real life, and that's John Bowden, and, and we, uh, we've been friends for... Uh, a little almost six years now and yeah we've never met in real life but we've written a book together we've written stories together and all kinds of stuff so yeah it's 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 cool that's that's one cool thing about the internet yeah right. one cool thing well jeremiah yeah, we're the, buddies it, now yes man yeah so thunder buddies awesome, man. yeah so thank you so much for being here right. thank you everybody for listening make sure to uh keep tuned in for more great episodes of paleo cheese Yeah!